0: For some reason, Dan unsettled me with his dark, penetrating eyes, sexy stubble and aloof attitude. I could definitely see why Natalie gushed over him. He was super cute in a bad-boy kind of way, but I was in no mood to party and socialize with anyone. And getting kicked out was not an option. Not even three steps to my room I felt his hand on my shoulder. I turned around right into him, my nose against his chest. I didn't like the way he was invading my space, so I stepped back, but he cornered me between the wall and bookshelf. He placed his left palm on the wall beside my face and said, You're so pretty. Then he swept my hair away from my eyes. He was a lot bigger than I first thought, and his breath was warm and soured with beer. I hadn't seen it coming. Or had I? Why did I turn around? It didn't feel right. I pushed my palms against his chest, my powerless arms against his tight torso. What are you doing? I saw the way you were looking at me. Up close, he wasn't as cute as I first thought. What are you talking about? I slipped under his arm and tried to escape to my room, but he grabbed me and pulled me into him. Don't be so serious, he said. I turned my face from his heavy stare. Natalie's my friend. Oh, come on, he said. Let go of me! He leaned in and breathed in my ear. Relax, he said as the front door flew open. He quickly stepped back and away from me. I turned, anticipating Natalie's fierce, betrayed eyes, but I didn't care what she thought of me in that second. I wanted him far, far away from me. But it wasn't Natalie, which would have been a thousand times better. Emmy stood in the doorway with our militant, uber-fanatic resident advisor. Both of them just stood there staring at us. I looked away and quickly scanned the room, taking note of the coffee table decorated with beer bottles. I glanced back at Emmy and knew she had seen the same. Dan stepped back over to the couch. I watched as he inched over to his backpack on the floor. It was unzipped, revealing a glimpse of a small baggie filled with stuff that would no doubt seal my fate. We locked eyes for a nanosecond and then, with his heel, he nudged the bag under the couch. I prayed they didn't notice. I might survive boys and beer, but drugs? No way. Then, on some weird impulse, I ran for the door slipping past Emmy and the RA. I'm not sure why I bolted. It never ended the way criminals thought it would. Only the guilty ran, right? As a kid, I loved watching those shows with the police chases, with idiot meth guys running or speeding away like they had the slightest chance of escape. So why did I run? No clue. I turned around, took one last look at Emmy and her I'm-so-disappointed-in-you expression, and fled to the stairs. Wait! Come back! Emmy yelled. Her shrill voice swept over me like a green toxic gas, and her haloed image stuck in my head as I sped down the side stairs in my bare feet and out into the open courtyard. I kept running against the wind with the rain pelting my face, but I had nowhere to go except away.